our weekly discussion podcast. I am Pastor Holly, and here today with uh, my good friend and colleague, uh, Pastor Nikki Rossiter. Pastor Nikki, we're so glad to have you on the podcast today. Uh, welcome. Thank you yeah. so much. It's so fun to do these. I love these moments when we just kind of get to get together and talk about things and talking about God's word is, you know, is always a fun thing. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, that's kind of how this podcast began is uh, some of us here at CrossFit on Step, we, we were having all these conversations uh, about God, about the Bible, about theology. And I remember on a few different occasions, Pastor Kyle and I would say, wow, we wish we wish the whole church could hear this because this is fun. Pastor Kyle, of course, in his uh, genius said, well, why don't we start a podcast? So here we are so that we can share these conversations. And I love it. Well, and I love that too, because it, it gives people kind of this, it's, it's kind of like they're here, you know, and, and I know when I'm listening to a podcast, I feel like I'm in the room. I don't know if that's just me, but you know, you get this little window into these conversations. It's yes. just relaxed and, you know, a fun way to dig in together. Yeah, just a discussion. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Well, we I should I should fill you all in and let you know. I know we've had um, several weeks here with uh, with Pastor Scott and now with Pastor Nikki. Um, Pastor Kyle is uh, out of town right now at our general conference for the Free Methodist Church, which is um, kind of a big deal for our denomination. It happens every four years. It's a gathering of the leaders and pastors and and uh, delegates and members of uh, the Free Methodist denomination in the U.S. and also uh, others from around the world and. And uh, gathering together to pray and to learn and to uh, make some decisions for uh, for our denomination and our churches. So uh, we we appreciate your prayers for that process, and that's where Pastor Kyle is this week. So, uh, Pastor Kyle, if you are listening to this, we hope you have safe travels, and we are praying for you on uh, on this this big week. Meanwhile, what that means is I have the opportunity to uh, to be with Pastor Nikki, which is a lot of fun. So very grateful for that. And here we are actually almost at the end of our Words Matter series. It's been a long series, and I have loved it. Yeah, it's been it's been amazing. When when Pastor Kyle first started talking about how many weeks it would be, I'm like, wow, that's a lot of weeks. Yeah. But, but now I'm feeling like we could probably do that many more. Yes. <laughs> Exactly, we could, because this, if you've been following along, you know that our Words Matter series, in this series, we have taken a, a, a word, a single word that we find in the Bible or that we use in our, our sort of Christian vernacular, and it's part of our faith language, and we've taken a look at those words and say, well, what do they really mean? And what does the Bible really say about them? And how does it really, um, what's its role in our faith? And so we've looked at I don't know, 12 or 13 different words now. We have uh, one more to go. And we were talking just before recording about um, how even though each of us who have uh, preached these messages have taken our words and, and developed those messages and preached them into individually, independent of one another, they've tied together in really cool ways. Yeah, that's what's been so amazing is just seeing this thread through all of them because you know, it is, it's, it's all part of the same story, you know, but, but I love just being able to, to look at that story from a different lens. And when you, I, I love this because when you, you know, pull out a word and then go and see, you know, just follow that word through the Bible, you know, 
you come out in an amazing place. And then somebody else does that. And oh, guess what? They kind of met up. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, this ties into that. And when uh, Pastor Scott was preparing his messages, you know, I was just really hit by it. it's like, well, yeah, that really just plays into this. Yeah. And, um, and then, of course, Casey. Casey's amazing with the songs this morning. I'm just going, you know, uh, it's it's just, it's amazing when you're in church and you're, you know, you're getting ready for that message, or especially if you're preaching and you just, you kind of, you get into the worship piece, right? And then you realize it's like, was he inside my head? <laughs> yes, the song selection was, I noticed that this morning as well, just perfect. Casey is, if you don't know, he's our uh, worship director here at Crossview and has is just a fantastic uh, leader. And um, yes, the song selection is wonderful. And uh, and isn't that just a Holy Spirit thing to see those connections? Because you and Casey did not talk ahead of time about what your sermon would be about or just what. Just very basic. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and, you know, what hit me was there were things that were pulled out in some of the songs, yeah. you know, like your father's house. And that was one of the things I hit on. And um, yeah, so I'm like, wow, he didn't know I was going there. No. I didn't say I was going there. I didn't know I was going there when I talked to him. <laughs> but the Holy Spirit did, and it all it all tied together. And I hope if you've uh, heard Pastor Nikki's message that you were encouraged by that. I know you were. If you haven't heard it yet, we uh, encourage you to go back and listen to that. That's on our on our website and also, um, of course, available on YouTube and, uh, and in the podcast, uh, sermon podcast as well. So take a, a, a look or a listen to that if you haven't yet. I love that you uh, you mentioned Pastor Scott preparing his messages and how that tied into yours. Um, you you all probably know that Pastor Nikki and Pastor Scott are are married, and so you're preparing these messages in the same house. Right. <laughs> it's so pretty cool to be able to, uh, I don't know that you collaborated so much, but just to be able to kind of hear what the other is thinking, and uh, I love that. It's Pastor great. Scott likes to process things out loud, and so he... You know, there were several moments when he was saying, can I just run through this with you? And for me, when I'm preparing, it's a little different, Yeah, you know, because I'm I'm in this, but it's like I go into this place where the Lord and I are just kind of working it out and I take in a lot of information. I have a sense of where it's going. And then, you know, I feel like the Lord just kind of directs me along the way. And, you know, of course, there are things that you thought you were going to include and they didn't fit, you know, yeah. like the Lord says... No, focus in over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, and, and you watch it take shape, and that's a cool process. And I love that. Yeah, yeah. and there's always things. It's like, oh, I wish I had time to get into that. Yes, <laughs> I know. Well, hey, that's why we have a discussion podcast. So if you want time to get into dive into something deeper, we have a, a place for it. Uh, though I know, I know how hard it can be to cut something that you really want to include uh, in the message. Yeah. yeah, and you can you can tell when it just doesn't quite fit. And like I said, the Lord just kind of steers me, which is really great. Yeah. I, I really enjoy that. But, um, you know, I always come out of it feeling like, oh, I could preach this whole series on this and on this, yeah. and I could go this direction. Yes. And that's what, I, that's what I love about God's Word is it's like, I'm one of these people, and how God made me is I see everything as connected together. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. all part of this big picture. And so there's just little connections that come out to me, and I want to go off on that bunny trail. But yeah. you know, yeah. that's why I can't. I have to stick to what I've got on the paper. I know. <laughs> I know because that countdown timer just keeps going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but that is really something, and it's true that the 
the people of God have been proclaiming and declaring and teaching the Word of God for thousands of years, and uh, and we're still going because you just never run out of of material. That's it's uh, a, the Word of God is alive and active, and uh, there's always more to learn and always more to proclaim. So yeah, you could. You can go forever. You can go forever, and we (laughs) will. We We will. will. (laughs) Well, you know, what I love about this series is this, um, all these words we've been talking about is we've taken them back to the Old Testament. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. You know, and I think that's really important, and I think that's something that sometimes can be missed um, because we, we have our... New Testament, and we we dig in and we learn so much, and there's there's so much we we feel like we can just plumb the depths of that we don't realize that that wasn't the starting point, and you know back what came before really did set the groundwork. And what I like to remember is you know when Paul and Peter and the rest of them were going around and they were preaching scripture, what scripture were they preaching? Mm-hmm. What Bible were they carrying with them? The New Testament had not been written yet. Right. So anytime they referred to scripture being good for teaching, scripture being good, they were referring to the Old Testament. Yes. And so if we don't go back there, we're, we're missing a whole lot. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Scott McKnight is a, a scholar, and he talks about this in terms of, of sort of the, the phases uh, in, in the Christian story and uh, and the story of God and God's people, and he, he refers to the Old Testament, or you could it's also known as the Hebrew Bible because that's what it is, um, as uh, the story so far. This is the story so far, and yeah. then and then we add uh, Jesus to that, and then the New Testament uh, comes from that um, really significant <laughs> change in the story or, or, or pivotal point in the story um, and how the story continues. So we have our uh, our scripture, the Old Testament and the New Testament, both inspired word of God, uh, and the story is continuing. So pretty cool to see. Yeah. And I like when you, you know, follow the story through, you start to realize God's character and his nature, and it hasn't changed because we tend to think of God was more judgmental in the Old Testament, mm. and he's nicer in the New Testament. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, because the stories can lend themselves to that if we read, but but yeah, there's some understanding of the the the, the genre of literature and the ancient cultures and all of those things that play into that. But uh, but yeah, you're right. The character and nature of God does not change, and so if we know. God's character through the person of Jesus, then we can go back to the Old Testament and say, okay, what's what's really going on here? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I love, I love the direction this message took because I felt from the very beginning that God was leading me to the book of Isaiah. Yeah. You know, which isn't necessarily where you might go if you're preaching a word on redemption. That yeah. might be not be your first choice. I mean, in terms of just not what you think about primarily. But I had gone through a Bible study series, you know, that Sandra Richter did yes. on Epic of Eden, Isaiah, and is phenomenal. And I, and I just remember thinking, there's stuff in there, and I want to go back to that. And what was really cool is it really does show this, um, God's heart, even in the judgment, even in the, you know, okay, <laughs> I've had it, <laughs> you know, it's, it's like, we've been talked about this over and over again, and you're still doing these things and, yeah. and judgment is coming, even in the midst of this, this, this switch. And if you've ever read through the book of Isaiah, 
there there is that some people call it the Bible in miniature. Oh yeah, because, I like that. You know, it, it follows a pattern of the Bible. Even the breakup, there's sixty six chapters. There's sixty six books in the old chapter the, you know, Bible. And then there's, you know, the breakdown of one through thirty nine and then forty through sixty six. Yeah. And, you know, and, but there's this there's this split, you know. He and and Isaiah even talks about He's talking about the former things, mm -hmm. the former things. And now that I've talked about the former things, it's now time for the latter things, the things that are coming. And what really hit me in that is in all of this, this is still coming from Isaiah in his lifetime, which was way before this judgment actually happened. I mean, yeah. it happened with the, the northern kingdom, you know, after that split and yes. the northern kingdom actually fell during Isaiah's time. But the southern kingdom hadn't yet right and so that didn't happen until well after isaiah was gone and so so you read through in this and you're just going okay prophecy's cool right you know yeah but but what hit me was this god when he when he starts talking about redemption you you see the heart and this is all before the judgment actually took place mm-hmm yeah. You know, so he's talking from both sides of things. He always had this in mind. And so seeing that from that light, you go back and you, you read the part about the judgment. And that's always hard to read. Yes. But, but but you see this in a totally different way. Absolutely. This is breaking God's heart. Yes. And even in the judgment, what was the purpose of that? Mm -hmm. Is to get their attention. That was the only thing that was going to do it. Right. And you see that because when they came out of the exile, this is a different people. It yes. doesn't mean that they always, now from now on, followed God. They kind of went the other direction and just got lost in legalism, which right. is what we tend to do. But it that had an impact. Yeah, right? for sure. And, and has continued. I think that exile into Babylon has been... Uh, was shaping for the the Jewish people at the time and then continued all throughout history and is also part of of our story of course as Christians as well that 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 exile and um, it's 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 a, a long a generational uh, exile for 70 years and then uh, and it absolutely has had a huge impact on how uh, how the people of God see God and relate to God and respond to God and all of it is a huge part of our of our story, I think we can see in scripture some really pivotal moments for the people of God. And you've touched on these in uh, in your sermon. You touched on the the, the Exodus, which is uh, Moses leading the people out of slavery in in uh, in Egypt, and then later the uh, the Babylonian exile, and and that these things have become so um, have have shaped the way that we see God and the way that we. Uh, respond to maybe the discipline uh, of God, or, or as you said, really, what's the focus here is really God's heart for redeeming and restoring and saving His people, and uh, and and some of those stories in the Old Testament, we read them and we think, wow, that's that's harsh, but it, as you say, uh, it is uh, all purpose to draw His people back to Himself, uh, which is. Which is what happened. Yeah, and that was the message that actually kind of surprised me, and I, I don't know why it should, being the, you know, the um, definition, the original Hebrew definition of 
redeem of Gaal being to buy back out of slavery. Mm. And and what started forming as I was pulling this message together were those moments of slavery highlighting the fact that we are slaves to sin. That was the whole problem. And so what was interesting to me, and I didn't get a chance to really touch on this in my message, was in Exodus, when when God formed the nation of Israel, and when they actually became a nation, it was coming out of slavery. Right. And why were they in slavery in Egypt? Because God told them to go to Egypt because of the famine. So they were there, and they weren't made slaves at that point, but they were in Egypt because God sent them there. Right. And then the whole thing with, you know, being enslaved to the Egyptians, well, why did God let them stay that long and let that happen? I find it very interesting that the very formation of the nation of Israel came out of slavery. Mm-hmm. And that was something that he continually reminded them of. I am the Lord your God who brought you up out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. Yes. And so when... when I started putting this message together and and this idea of the original problem is that we were sold into slavery to sin. Mm. And so then you see this right at the beginning when he was forming this nation together, it was coming out of slavery. Mm -hmm. And then with the exile, guess what? That was going into slavery. And then he brought them out again. Yeah. And so there's this theme And it really started highlighting to me, God is trying to draw attention to the actual problem Mm -hmm. because we don't see ourselves as, we we see as, you know, well, I'm going to do things my way. You know, I'm not going to do what you tell me to do. I'm going to be free, right? And do it my way. And we don't see that actually that is leading us into bondage. Yeah. It's not taking us from, it's not giving us anything that's valuable. Right. I, I really loved your focus, and you said this in your message, uh, that I think we've, I've already said it, that the heart of God is always to redeem and restore uh, his people, and so um, and his character does not change. So that's still his heart today, still his heart to redeem and restore uh, each of us today. Well, and, you know, this idea, what I struggled with um, as an early believer early on and still throughout the the idea of worship mm-hmm. because you know you see that as being enslaved to something and you know then you're the one who's groveling before and the other one has all the power and and all of that and what God has shown me over the years is what worship of him actually is and that entering into that relationship and I loved how pastor Scott talked about the sacrificial love, the agape mm-hmm. love. And and what that is, is it's very, we're not used to that because we are inwardly focused. That's the sin problem, you know, and, and this idea of a love that's being outwardly focused and so much on the other person, you know, that, you know, worship is about, yes, you are pouring out this worship to God, but in that, he is pouring back into you and revealing himself in deeper ways to you, which like, what's your response? More worship, right? More worship, right, yeah. (laughs) And then more love from God in this building. And this is what he's shown me. It's like, wow, Yeah, that's an amazing thing. This is a relationship he wants us to have. Why would we not want that? Right, yeah, (laughs) I love that. Worship as a response to, to the love of God, which is never ending and and covenantal and uh and more than we could ever uh, ask or imagine 
that, yeah, worship is our, our, the, the pouring out of our, um, hearts, our adoration, our love, our gratitude back for that. I mean, that's just, that's beautiful. And God says, you, you can't outdo me for everything you give me. I pour back to you. Yes. It's like, you know, you want, <laughs> you want to compete? Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> we do this for eternity. We'll take that challenge. We'll take that challenge. Who, who can love the most? Yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I think God's, I think God's going to win, but yeah. certainly worth, uh, worth the effort. But what it? would that do to our society if we took that um, attitude just yeah. toward other people? Absolutely. Yes. Oh, that's such a good point. Yes. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see who can yeah. love the most. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's pretty good. Oh, I love that so much. Well, this is um, this has been a great topic and a great conversation. I love that you chose the word redemption for this week. And, uh, and thanks for walking us through that. Um, because I think, as we've talked about before, some of these words that we've we've touched on in these months are words that we use regularly within the church or within the Christian faith, and it's so good to step back and look at well, what does that really mean? Am I using that in the way that it's used biblically, and uh, and and how does it um, affect and influence my faith and my uh, walk with God? And so I think you uh, you you taught us well the um, the meaning of redemption in God's heart. Uh, for redemption. So thank you so much for, uh, for that. Yeah. And God taught me through it too. You know, it's like, I, I had an understanding to a point, but I love how he takes you deeper. Yes. That's God. Yeah. Isn't that (laughs) the best part of preparing, right? Pastor Scott and and I were talking about that a week or two ago as well, that, oh, it's so great because we get to take this deep dive and, and learn so much uh, ourselves. So that's, that's a a real privilege for sure. Yeah. Secret preparing a sermon is fun. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. That's true. Yes. <laughs> we see like we're just this big sacrifice of our time and I got to get right to service. Oh. Like, yeah, it's fun. Oh, it's so fun. And it and yes, it's fantastic. The hard part is editing, cutting it down. So yeah, as you all know from having heard anybody preach, the editing is the hardest part, right? <laughs> Go on forever. Yeah. Uh, well, we will wrap up for this week, but... Um, but thank you so much for uh, for sharing that message with us and for being here for the discussion podcast. And uh, truly, I just encourage you all to go back and listen to Pastor Nikki's message on redemption if you have not already. And again, that's uh, on our website and on the sermon podcast too. So yeah, thank you very much for being here. Well, it's thank a you for having me. It's so much fun. Yeah, this was <laughs> this was a blast. All right, well, everyone, we'll have a wonderful week, and uh, we will talk to you next time. 